1: at a single bound. Look,
2: up in the sky,
1: it's a bird! It's a plane! It's- Lincoln, 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 bo banana mo Lincoln. They say this cat Lincoln is a bad mother. We're just talking about Lincoln.
2: Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. You are listening to the Lincoln Wear Show, but filling in for him today is Raven Mundy. Let me go ahead and get my Facebook Live started. (laughs) Alright, there we go. All right, but yeah, good morning. This is the Lincoln Ware Show. He is out today. He will be back tomorrow. Um, As far as I know, anyway. You never know with Lincoln, (laughs) but he will be back tomorrow. I'm just filling in for for him today until 1 p.m. Until you start keeping it real with Al Sharpton. And I'm going to jump right into the news because it's a lot. It's a lot going on today. I already got a caller. That's funny. I ain't even started talking yet. And I already got a caller in queue. But a lot going on in the news. I want to jump right into it. Again, I am live on Facebook. So if you want to check out the Facebook Live, just search my name, Raven, R-A-V-E-N, Mundy, M-U-N-D-Y. And that is my Facebook. It should be like the first thing on my Facebook page, the first video anyway on my Facebook page. But yes, going to jump right into some of this news. Um, your formal, your formal, former President Donald Trump. Um, his defense team has asked the judge overseeing the classified documents case in Florida to, to postpone the trial. And this is according to a filing uh, late last night saying that there is quote, no reason for any expedited trial. Now, before I get into it, I preface this by saying most of the time when, or at least from what I understand, you know, due process includes the right to a speedy trial because for the average citizen, for not for the likes of Donald Trump, for the average citizen, when you are awaiting trial, a lot of times if you cannot afford the, the the bond or the bail or whatever, you have to sit in jail until your case goes to trial. And that is why that is included within, you know, your right to due process so that you don't have to spend your whole life sitting in jail waiting for your trial to go to, to you, know, you know, waiting for your tr- uh, case to go to trial at least supposedly that's what it's, a, what it's for. But it's for that reason, so that as you are, as your case is awaiting trial, that you don't spend, you don't lose, you know, valuable time off of your life for a case that when it goes to trial, you might even be found, you know, innocent. But you don't spend like 10, 15 years behind bars waiting for your case to go to trial. You know what I mean? That's what that's for. So it's just kind of ironic to me that the reason that they're listening is, that there's no reason for any expedited trial that sounds a whole lot like privilege to me but also it's Donald Trump and so you know he's gonna try to drag this thing out as far as he can so that he can make his way towards his presidency we know this he gonna drag this thing out as much as he can so that he can run like he really gonna be like he re- like he really wants to to be able to run like he because he knows once this thing comes down there's no way he there's no way possible he's actually gonna be able to run, continue a, a run for presidency once that come down once that hammer come down it's a wrap it's over and he knows this once things start going to trial and he gets exposed for the liar that he in and the, and the 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 trade treasonous traitor that he is it's no way in good faith at least those of us with common sense there's no way in good faith that the American people can vote to put him in office again so that he can continue with his traitorous activity while he sits in that Oval Office. Now, again, I did say people with common sense, you know, most of his fan base don't really get too much of that or their reasons for, you know, backing him are in direct conflict with having common sense. Cause it's more so about, I need his name attached to whatever I'm doing because I know that there are people who are loyal to him and I want their loyalty to be attributed to me. That's really what that is. So I I really just hope that, again, he don't, he not allowed to push this thing around like he a bully. I really think that they just go ahead and get it over with. I don't want to see, I don't want to see nothing from a Donald Trump in 2024. We ain't even really got that much of 2023 left. I don't want to see like no real viable option. Like I don't want to see no chance of him being on nobody's ballot in 2024. I really don't. I really don't. Like I'm, I'm going to be, I'm already disappointed in my country as it is for, for numerous reasons, but I will be so disappointed just all the way around. If we get to 2024 and he is actually a viable Republican candidate, not that I ever you know planned on on voting Republican but like if he actually makes it and like is a contender I'm just gonna be so disappointed I'm gonna be so disappointed because why are we here again after we witnessed what happened those first four years and the aftermath and the fallout after those first four years why are we here again oh I'm gonna be so disgusted and disappointed in this country I'm gonna go to the phones and talk to Jay Wright how you doing
3: Hey Raven, how you doing? Give me one second to get you off this headset right quick. Appropriately I want to thank you for being in the studio. And uh no I know Lincoln says that I shouldn't be thanking you, but the alternative could be gospel music. So uh thank you. Thank you. I thank you for being in the studio. Um Raven how are you, first and foremost? I'm hurting you. Good, good, good. Raven, do you know what a clownfish is? Yes. Okay. You know that, did you know that all clownfish are born male?
2: Uh, I did not.
3: Yeah, they're all born male. And then after six months, and I'll, you know, I, I would read you the description of them, but, I, you know, just for the sake of time, I'll just, you know, give people a chance to Google clownfish because they're they're born male and then after after 6 months with them okay let me let me say this way. after 6 months of being um a part of the our party marcus you be you can turn female um so uh, the, the the point i'm making is this is directly at marcus marcus is a clownfish and um yesterday's conversation about joyce clarifies that he is a clownfish and six after spending six months with the Republican party, you too could be um, the, 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 the dominant part will take over you. And then you go from being male to female, your brain just, you know, something about that. Right. Because that the, the, the nonsense he was saying yesterday about Joyce was absolutely ridiculous. We don't need a black man on this radio.
2: I just don't understand what uh, the point of it was. Like why was he so obsessed with that point to make that point? I don't understand what like what was that argument supposed to go towards? Maybe I missed it. But what does it and, matter whether where Ms. Joyce lives or where she decided to put where her, she decided to put her kid in school? Like what does it matter?
3: He's a clownfish and we don't need a black man on this radio attacking our black system. Now, uh, Joyce is a rebel. I, I lived in Cincinnati 13 years. I had a chance to be her. She is a rebel. I, I love listening to her, like Sister B and Irish and all those women. I love listening to them because they got something to offer. Marcus has nothing to offer. However, I'll say this much: um, uh, now, the charity boxing match. You remember one time I was trying to get Lincoln and Emmanuel to to put on a three round charity boxing match. Well, I'm now at the point where I think um, maybe I would still like to see Lincoln um, and Eman. see which one can whip upon each other. But now I think y'all got some undercards. So, Stefan, if you're listening, put it together, man. Get those undercards together, and I'm sure somebody would take on Marcus for $10,000. I know I would. I I would be ready for $10,000. Marcus is never
2: going to sign up for that.
3: So, so so, I just want to call in this morning, River, number one, to thank you for being in the studio, despite whatever my mentor says um, about that, That thanking you, because um, there is an alternative. And uh, Marcus, you are the dummy in all my radio show. I often have a dummy of the week, but Marcus, you're the dummy of the week. And nothing you said make any sense yesterday. And shame on you for attacking black women. And I believe, Marcus, you are the reason why Ken Anderson has completely become a different person. There was a time when I've listened to Ken Anderson for 18, 20 years and I never, hardly ever agree with him. But of lately, Ken Anderson has been saying things that sound not so much like the Marcus's of the world anymore. And I think, Marcus, you are a direct contributor to why Ken Anderson is now a different person or seeing things differently. Um, thank you, Marcus, for turning Ken around, man. And um, Raven, thank you for being in the studio today. And as it relates to Dump, I do want to say this. Dump is a gangster and a mafia. I think he's a modern-day gangster mafia, Raven. And I say that because um, regardless of what happens, it, it's, it's apparent that one day, whether it's Dump himself or right, another president, one of them are going to pardon him. Your thoughts on that?
2: Um, like in what way? Say again. You said, "What are my thoughts?"
3: Yeah, what are your thoughts? Because one day, regardless of what everything he's done, whether he's reelected or a president, one day will will pardon him for all this nonsense. Who, um, but it, who it,
2: who in their right mind would do that though? Because that would be like. Like this is the thing that I don't I don't understand about Trump supporters in that party, and it, and it, and I I know that it's willful. Like there is a such thing as willful ignorance, so I know that it's willful. But at some point, don't don't you just get tired of feeling of of making yourself look like an idiot? Like don't you just get tired? Like I, at least this is what my thinking, because I have common sense, like I said. But mm-hmm. at a certain point, like even if he doesn't become the next president and they put somebody else in there, like God forbid a DeSantis. Or whoever else is able to secure that seat and become the next Republican president, right? God forbid it be the this. I, I just had to say it again. But if he gets in, I don't see him. I don't see him handing out that pardon. I don't. I don't necessarily see him handing out that pardon or any other Republican candidate, because cause I feel like the Republican Party is trying is going to at a certain point they're gonna have to let him go. They're gonna have to let him go, and they're gonna have to reroute themselves into a, a into at least I'm hoping. Again, this is just a hope, I guess. They're going to have to reroute themselves into a direction that makes more sense than just, like, going with the nonsense.
3: Yeah, well, right now, they are locked in. They are locked in. And this guy is their nominee. And it seems apparent. But, Raven, here's one question, too, I want to ask you. You know, you hear the R Party consistently now using the terms defund the DOJ and the FBI, right, the R party, they're using that. That wasn't favorable when the protesters were talking about defunding the police. And, and, and it was, yeah. they, they, they switched the narrative, right?
1: Yeah. But now that
3: they're asking to defund the FBI and the Department of Justice, what about the CIA? Is the CIA not um, one of those alphabet agencies that that, that um, the R party want to defund? Why not the CIA? If if the FBI and the um, Department of Justice, why not the CIA? Um, You know, so when I was having an argument with someone recently and they were talking about defunding the DOJ and FBI, I said, what about the CIA? That's also, that's an intelligence agency to report directly to the president of the United States. Mm
4: -hmm.
3: What about them, right? And that person had no, no comment. So I realized that when we hear that term, defund DOJ and FBI, we can ask what about CIA and maybe don't realize that they don't really. It's, have
2: a, it's the reasoning listen. behind it for me. Y'all was perfectly cool with the DOJ and the FBI targeting and making life hell for minorities, but as soon as they start looking in your direction, oh, now we got to get rid of them. Absolutely. Now, now we got to. Now we got to defund something. Now we got to tear something apart until because it's it's, it's you using your you using the powers that I gave you for the wrong purpose. I didn't give you these powers because I wanted you to use them against me. So now I got to yeah. take you apart.
3: That's right. Absolutely, and that is exactly the sentiment. But I'll tell you one thing I would like for Dump to do if he does become get reelected. I, I don't care whether it's Dump or some president. we got to get rid of the I, the R, and the F. we got to get rid of those guys. They are a problem. I mean, you know, I was listening to a commercial where they say they charge interest every day. How can an institution, a government um, that you're paying taxes to, charge you interest every day if you owe them when every day you go buy a bag of chips or soda you pay and they tax. they charge you
2: tax, yeah. That, that's amazing.
3: Raven, listen, thank you for being in the studio again. It's always a pleasure talking to you. I know this is not the wrap-up, but I'll be calling you Saturday morning. i at least listen Saturday morning. I appreciate Take care. Your enjoy call. the rest of the
2: day. You too. Appreciate your call. But yeah, um, his... his Donald Trump's defense team is what we're talking about, asked the judge overseeing the classified documents case in Florida to postpone the trial, according to a filing late yesterday, uh, stating that there is, quote, no reason for any expedited trial. Um, They also said proceeding to trial during the pendency of a a presidential election cycle, wherein opposing candidates are effectively, if not literally, directly adverse to one another in this action will create extraordinary challenges in the jury selection process. And limit the defendant's ability to secure a fair and impartial education. This is from um, the president's lawyer who wrote the filing. <sighs> and I'm just over it. Like, I'm so over him thinking that he can just, like, worm his way out of accountability. I'm so over it. Can we just please get this over with already? Can we just take this thing to trial and do what we're gonna do and move on? Because I'm so, I'm so, like, I'm just over it. Like, I'm over him, like, actually having the audacity. It's the audacity for me. That's what's bothering me. It's the audacity to think that you can just kind of, like, slap around the justice system and make it do what you want it to, to, want it to do. And you just think that's perfectly fine. Like, you think that's perfectly okay. Like, this is a master class in what wealth and privilege looks like when it goes unchecked for far too long. It is a master class. And it's like... It is a constant spit in the face of the American people. Like it's like it's a constant assault on the American people. And I just can't understand as, as, as a regular average American, how you could be watching this go down and watching him make the decisions that he's making and watching him like worm and snake his way out of accountability at every turn. How you could look at this and not be disgusted. And be and be fully confident to cast your vote for him in 2024. like I don't understand it for 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 a group of people who claim to be so about America and be so about like patriotism and and, and wanting America to be quote unquote "great again, you are watching and the the prime example of how America stopped being great, the the cause and the effect of how it came to not be great if it was ever great, to be honest with you. You're watching in real time somebody who played the hugest factor in making sure America could never be great again. You're watching that go down, and you just sopping it up with a biscuit. I don't get it. Got to go to this break when I come back. If you want to call me, talk to me. Call me at 513-749-1230. That is the number to dial. We'll be right back. That's 1230 AM, The Buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station. 30 a.m. The Buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station. You're listening to the Lincoln Ware show, but filling in for him today is Raven Mundy. I am live on Facebook, so if you want to check out what's going on over there, just search my name. Raven, R-A-V-E-N, Mundy, M-U-N-D-Y. Was talking about Trump before the break. His proce- the, uh, his defense team, rather, has asked the judge overseeing the classified documents case in Florida to propose To postpone the trial, um, stating there is, quote, no reason for any expedited trial. They also say proceeding to trial during the dependency of a presidential election cycle, wherein opposing candidates are effectively, if not literally, literally directly adverse to one another in this action will create extraordinary challenges. In the jury selection process and limit the defendant's ability to secure a fair and impartial education which is basically a whole bunch of words to say if you take this to trial right now he's not gonna stand a chance and getting a fair trial because the jury gonna be too familiar with his case and they're gonna put him in jail so let's 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 sit this one out let's wait until you know he's his he's you know up in the polls during his presidential you know candidacy Let's wait until he up in the polls. Let's wait until, you know, he able to sweet talk a, a few more American people, a, a few a thousand million more American people. And then we can see if we can try to get some of them on the jury so he can walk away from this thing scot-free. That's what they mean. I, I'm paraphrasing, but that's what they mean. Child, if you if you want to call me and talk to me about it, call me at 513-749-1230 and we'll get into it. But first, talk to Lisa Baker. How you doing today?
5: Good morning, Ms. Raven. Good morning, listeners. How are you, Raven? Pretty good you. Good. Today we're looking for two people. The first one, Deshaun Burton. Deshaun Burton is wanted on two separate incidents of armed robbery out of District Three. One was in District Three and one was in Blue Ash. Deshaun Burton is a black male. He is eighteen years old, five foot eight and hundred and forty five pounds. He has a history of criminal damaging, last known to live on Hunt Road in Blue Ash. That's Deshaun Burton. We're also looking for Christopher Long. He's wanted for receiving stolen property. He's a white male, 24 years old, 5'9", 170 pounds. Christopher Long has a history of assault and drug charges, last known to live in Dale High Township. So if any of your listeners know where detectives can find Deshaun Burton or Christopher Long, give Crime Stoppers a call, 513-352-3040.
2: I appreciate your call, Ms. Baker. Have a good one. You too. Um, also in the news, because I want to move on, a uh, real sad story. Eight-year-old girl was killed in a drive-by shooting in Silverton. Um, this was overnight. The Hamilton County Coroner's office has identified the girl as Demaya Picks Barton. It happened at an apartment complex in the 6,000 block of Plainfield Road. Shortly after 1130 um, last night, the girl was shot once inside the residence and she was transported to a hospital where she died from her injury shortly after. Deputies and detectives with the sheriff's office remain on scene investigating. This is the third fatal drive-by shooting in Hamilton County in less than a week. It's also the third female killed in such a manner. An 18-year-old woman was critically hurt in a drive-by shooting near Government Square. That was July 5th. Her name was Shamari Mingo um she died a short time later at the university of cincinnati and then the following day a 26 year old pregnant woman was fatally shot through the window of her home in a drive-by shooting her name was isis roseman and she's also at the hospital what is going on in the city like of course i I understand that you know cincinnati is not the safest place in the world you know we got some violence in the city but what's going on with all these drive-by shootings and it seems to be like the most random people getting killed so i'm not even sure like what like, what is the purpose? Like, what did what did a eighteen year old girl do on Government Square? What did a twenty six year old pregnant woman do in Wenton Hills? What does eight year old girl do in Silverton? Like, I'm not understanding. And this is all within days of each other. The first one, the eighteen year old, uh, was on the the fifth. The pregnant woman was on the sixth, and now this eight year old girl, she was that was yesterday. Like, all within, you know, a couple days of each other. What's going on in the city? Did I miss something? Is there some kind of like gang world war, turf war going on right now that I just ain't been up to, that I ain't up on or something like that? Like I'm so confused. Since when did this become a (laughs) drive-by type of city? Like I don't even remember the last time I heard about a drive-by happening in the city. Or, Or maybe I'm just not paying attention to that stuff. Maybe I'm not paying enough attention. But like what's going on? i'm 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 really like concerned because at this point this is becoming like gratuitous this is an eight-year-old girl ain't did nothing to nobody at eight years old shot dead in a drive-by shooting in silverton i just i'm my heart my heart is broken and I, I don't even know what do you say to a family Like, how do you, how do you even begin to seek justice for this family? It's just heartbreaking to hear something like this. And I just, I will, I would love to know, what do you do? What do you do? How do you, how do you begin to like fix this particular problem? Because like I said, this is three women shot in a drive-by within days of each other. i don't understand how do you how do you even like this is the thing too and i get it when you out there in the streets and you got beef with somebody or whatever whatever you got conflict with somebody it's whoever it don't matter it don't necessarily matter to you who else get you know hurt in in the crossfire when you trying to you know kill somebody who done did something to you or took something from you or whatever whatever the, the the situation is when somebody done i don't know pissed you off in the right way or or you felt disrespected or like i said somebody done took something from you that you felt like they shouldn't have took or whatever the case may be whatever reason people use to rationalize and justify taking another life i know when you out there on them streets it don't matter who's standing around i'm trying to get you and if somebody else in the way they're just gonna get caught and i even understand and know as i'm about to say this this ain't the way somebody who live in the streets even think this is just a me thing but where is the, the the honor where is the respect where is the the self-awareness for yourself and your decision making when in the midst of you trying to get somebody else for something that they actually did to you you end up killing an innocent eight year old girl you don't got no no heart like you don't have no respect for nobody but you i guess you don't give a damn about her family. You don't give a damn about whether or not she has siblings. She was eight years old. She had a whole life in front of her. A whole life. She barely even started living at eight. At eight years old, you what? In like the fourth grade, fifth grade. That don't mean nothing to you though. She just so happened to be in the wrong place, at the wrong in the right place at the wrong time. Where's the honor and stuff like that? That's why I was I was I was joking with, with with Lincoln when he was talking about yesterday about blanket parties and stuff like that, and how he claimed that like in the military or whatever, if y'all if they had beef with a guy because he kept messing up and made everybody run laps and do extra chores or whatever whatever during boot camp that in the middle of the night they would throw a blanket over him and beat him up and then go back to sleep, like punkish behavior is what I called it because that's what it is to me. If you got beef with me in particular, then square up like a man. Or square up like a woman. Like square up. Let me look you in the eye. Since you want to pick this fight with me. Since you got conflict with me, look me in the eye to resolve it. Otherwise, it's punkish behavior. And this right here, this is punkish behaviour, punkish behavior, if I've ever seen it. The entire concept of a drive-by is punkish behavior to me. Especially when you causing the death of an eight-year-old girl who ain't did nothing to nobody. You a punk, for real, for real. That don't make you a man. It don't make you hard. It don't make you tough. It makes you a murderer. And a child murderer at that. I hope you feel tough. Knowing that you killed an innocent child. You wiped out a whole life that ain't had nothing to do with you and your mess. I hope you feel like the punk you are. Gotta go to this break. When I come back, I'll talk to Rick Jr. Anybody else who want to talk to me, call me at five one three seven four nine one two three zero. That's the number to call. It's twelve thirty a.m. The Buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station. 30 a.m. The Buzz of Cincinnati, your top station. You're listening to the Lincoln Ware Show. Feeling in for him is Raven Monday on this good Tuesday morning. I'm going to go to the phones and talk to Rick Jr. Um, before the break, we were talking about Donald Trump and his defense team asking for this uh, trial. to basically, can you kind of postpone this until, you know, I can get fully in the swing of my presidential run for 2024? So that way, when it comes time for jury selection, I can have some more people on my team than what it's looking like that's basically what he had what they had i'm paraphrasing but the reasons they gave in particular or his defense team gave in particular is that quote there's no reason for any expedited trial the proceeding to and then proceeding to trial during the pendency of a presidential election cycle wherein opposing candidates are effectively if not literally directly adverse to one another in this action will create extraordinary challenges in the jury selection process and limit the defendant's ability to secure a fair and impartial adjudication. Uh, adjudication, which like I said, I paraphrased and basically said, if we go, if, if they if y'all take this to trial right now, while I'm trying to run for president, it's either gonna hurt my chances or I'm not gonna have enough people on my side. So just wait till I can kind of like get up in the pose a little bit and then I'm gonna ask for my speedy trial and due process. I'm I'm gonna wait till I got, you know, the full confidence of the American people on my side to ask for you know jury selection so I can get people who I know gonna be on my side on my jury and that's basically what that is anyways we're talking about that and we were talking about the eight-year-old girl who was shot in the drive-by um she was shot in the drive-by last night in Silverton her name is Demaya Picks Barton it happened at an apartment complex in the 6,000 block playing Plainfield Road, shortly after 11.30 p.m. Detectives and deputies are still investigating. Sad situation. I'm going to go to the phone and talk to Rick Jr. Rick Jr., how you doing?
1: Good morning, how you doing? I just got two basic comments to make it. First, I first to talk about drive-bys, and I want to talk about two of the most noteworthy presidents in history. So those are the two comments. First, about drive-bys. Uh, do you know? I, I guess this is before your time. It, 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 we had we had a police chief's name was Stanley Shrotel. He probably was the finest uh, police chief in Cincinnati history, and he stopped the cops from doing drive And this is what this is this is what I mean. I'll give you an example. Uh, this is what happened. Like back this is back in the fifties over there on All's place, uh, cops was chasing uh, these two black gentlemen. They stole his car. It was like an old like like it was, it was like old fifty two Buick or something. I mean, they went up and down those streets over there, Alms Place, Chapel, Yale, you name it. They hit all those streets. And they were just squeezing our bullets, okay, at this moving car. And by the time they stopped these two gentlemen, they killed one of them. You know how many bullet holes in that car? And they, were, and they were still using just revolvers 26. And they were proud of it, too. They had the pictures in the paper and everything. About 10 cops involved in that. With Stanley Shortel, he broke that up and said, well, you can no longer shoot at moving cars like that. Mm-hmm. So that's what I mean by cops used to do drive by until Schrotel stopped that mm-hmm. back in the 60s, I guess. Okay. Okay. The second comment: two of the most noteworthy presidents in history, this is my opinion. The first one is Ronald Reagan. The uh, reason why Ronald Reagan was noteworthy he was probably the most destructive president. In U.S. history, Reagan. And the second uh, most noteworthy president was all three of Donald Trump. I started to say wrong Trump. Donald Trump. Because Donald Trump is the most toxic. T O X I C, toxic. He was the most toxic president in U.S. history. So that's what I mean by two of the most noteworthy presidents. Now, the reason why I said Reagan was the most destructive is because after Reagan, that's when the deficits went through the roof. I mean, you know, when when before Reagan was president, the deficit was only running like maybe two, maybe two hundred billion, if that, maybe a few, uh, not even that, maybe twenty billion, or ten billion. After Reagan, stuck after he cut those taxes, the, those those deficits went to the moon, and now we're running what two point two? I mean, twenty trillion. So that's why Reagan and Reagan started that trend. Hmm.
6: to so, see.
1: All right, well. Any 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 comments? Uh, or oh, what what about the oh oh yeah about the the police doing the ground bash. Incidentally, when they were uh when they were chasing those two over there this this happened like in the fifties. I, I, I got this out of out of that newspaper.com. I I was reading the old newspapers uh article, that's how I got this information. The cops were proud. They they was like ten cops involved in that. All the pictures was up on, on the front paper and everything, so they thought they did a good job. Like I said, that car had twenty six bullet holes in it, okay, by the time they stopped it. And the bullets was going everywhere. They shot a lady, I mean the lady had no business going up to the window because she heard all of the commotion. She lost the eye because of that. She was one of one of the, one of our dear members over at that church over at Because She had no business going up to that window. She lived over that lost place when that happened. But see what I mean by doing drive by the police were doing used to do drive by themselves. Until Stanley Cho Hotel stopped it and said, "You can no longer shoot a cars and you know chase people and shoot them at it, shoot at 'em them at the same time." So,
2: alrighty, Rick Dream, I appreciate your call.
1: You just just a little history for your information.
2: I appreciate it.
1: Okay, all right, bye bye. Blah 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 blah. blah 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 blah
2: blah 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 <laughs> blah 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 blah. You're so rude. I'm gonna to go to this break. When I come back, I'm gonna talk to Miss Marquetta. And I'm gonna get a couple of more stories out as well. There's a lot to talk about today. And I got you until 1 p.m. So I'm I'm gonna try my best to get them all out. I am back on Facebook Live, by the way. So if you wanna check that out. Um I don't know what happened. I think you know, y'all you know, y'all know how our Wi Fi is in here. It'd be tripping. So I am back on Facebook Live. You wanna search my name again, Raven R A V E N, Monday M U N D Y. I am back on the Facebook Live. Check it out. It's twelve thirty AM, the buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station. 1230 AM, the Buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station. You're listening to the Lincoln Wear Show. Filling in for him today is Raven Monday. I'll be here until 1 PM until it's time to keep it real with the Reverend Al Sharpton. Um Lincoln will be back tomorrow, as far as I know. He only said Tuesday when he talked to me, so I'm assuming he'll be back tomorrow. But I am filling in for him today. It's a lot of stuff in the news. Before I go and talk to Ms. Marquetta, I wanted to throw out there that actor Hill Harper has announced he's running for U.S. Senate in Michigan. Um, Hill Harper has announced that he's running for Michigan's open U.S. Senate seat. Um, He is best known for his roles on The Good Doctor and CSI New York. He revealed that yesterday he is joining the Democratic Party field seeking to replace the retiring, retiring Senator Debbie Stabenow. Um, Harper made the announcement via Instagram where he pinned a video to his page with the caption reading, we can all feel it. DC just isn't getting things done for people because special interest always comes first as a using, as a union organizer, single dad and business owner. I would understand the challenges mission, Michiganers, which I didn't even know that's how you prefer to people from Michigan, but apparently it's Michiganders. That don't sound right, but all right. He said, I would understand the challenges that Michiganders are facing right now. He continued, they demand a senator who will do what's right for all of us, not just lobbyists. This is why today I'm announcing my campaign for U.S. Senate. Believe I'm better and please join our movement. (sighs) I don't know. I always have mixed feelings when it comes to people who have never been in a political office, running for political office. Case in point, Donald Trump need i say more like i'm always real iffy when it come to somebody running for for a political seat or a position of power in politics that has never you know been an active part of 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 politics in their community like you have you ever ran for count like have you ever ran for council even it don't like you never even ran for council in your city like you you just kind of got a name for yourself people are familiar with your face and your name they like you in some of the things that they've seen you in and you are going to ride that into a seat into a seat of uh, political power like i don't i don't know how i feel about that i would much rather prefer for it to have been somebody who has you know had who has earned their stripes who has been an effective part of bettering the communities that they serve like i would prefer for that to be the thing I would prefer for somebody to like been in the trenches to to, to have gone through what President Obama went through. He climbed his way up the ranks. He was very familiar with what it was, what it meant to be an average person in Chicago. He gave that authentic homegrown feel to that seat he wasn't just some nepotism you know some 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 nepotism legacy who well i i've i've been you know adjacent to positions of power my whole life and so why wouldn't i be you know the the obvious choice mama was in them trenches hill Harper, you you may you might just make a decent u.s senator but what have you done for for your community what have you done for for in a real way in an effective impactful way what have you done why should i vote for you other than the fact that you are famous that's not enough for me i'm past the point of choosing my 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 (laughs) I mean, this is for Michigan, so I'm not choosing nothing. This is for the people of Michigan. But still, I'm past the point of choosing people to put people in positions of power just because I know their name, just because I'm familiar with their face. It's not enough for me. Show me the receipts. What have you done for your community? What have you done for your people other than be famous? If you want to call me and talk to me about it, call me at 513-749-1230. We can get into it. I'm going to go to the phones and talk to Ms. Marquetta. Ms. Marquetta, how you doing?
0: Hey, good morning. Good morning. Um, I think you should investigate more about Hill Harper. Um, He was a Harvard Law School classmate of Barack Obama's.
2: Yes, I'm familiar with that. His brother
0: has written like, I want to say six or seven books, Letters to a Young Brother, Letters to a Young Sister, The Conversation. I mean, as far as a cultural impact, Hill Harper is one of our best. He would do wonders in a Senate seat. When you talk about these recycled politicians, people like Lindsey Graham pushing for war in the Ukraine, both Democratic and Republican, sending billions of dollars to start a new war for profit, those type of people need to be voted out. When you talk about legacy and being close to wealth, Barack Obama's parents who did raise him, he wasn't raised in Chicago, he was raised in Hawaii, he was raised in Indonesia, and he came in on like I talk about like I talk about reparations for black people. we need to do an internal reparations, and we need to begin to embrace our American blackness, which is unique. To our oppressive struggle and how we heal from that and stop giving these accolades to people like Kamala Harris and Barack Obama who have never been in your shoes his mother's mother was a banker he, his mother was an international traveler yeah we don't know nobody like that so that's a false narrative but I'm happy that Hill Harper is taking a leadership role he's a brilliant brother a single father he went and adopted a child You know, a lot of us um, don't have close relationships with our father. He went and found a young black boy who didn't have either parent and decided to be a father. But I didn't call and talk about that, of course. Um, (laughs) Glad it's your show today because I hate to be attacked and told that I'm being decisive. When I talk about black femicide, it's not a local trend. It's a national trend around the country. Did you see the man get killed in Chicago by the woman's son? Yes. Did you see how, um, I don't know how to say it, how normally he just began to unleash punches on that woman? Yeah. The people felt as if her son did something wrong by protecting his mother. The city and the state concocted charges through the media and said the mother was fighting, that she called her son in to shoot and to kill, and it was all a lie because in Chicago, we were just talking about Chicago. In Chicago, mm-hmm. black women are 16% of the population, but 54% of the assault victims, 65% of the sex trafficking victims, 34% of the homicide victims, When you come here and you come to Cincinnati, we're a river city, and Cincinnati has that. We always talk about the housing here; they keep it tight on purpose. You know that the housing situation, the poverty situation, all of that impacts culture. And when I talk about culture, you know you can get mad if you want, but our culture has been negatively impacted by rap music. It's not that Ice Cube is our enemy. But the way that they have portrayed themselves in the media for the last 40 to 50 years, telling each successive generation, you are a thug. You're not Hill Harper. Hill Harper is looked on like a lame. You want to be more 50-cent. We like BMF. These brothers is in prison. They were in prison for 30 years. BMF are not heroes. The legacy that they left on Atlanta and Detroit, was here you had a whole industrial manufacturing plant and labor base dismantled, and crack came in. crack and guns came in through Reaganomics to fuel a war with Iran. And even um, Ronald Reagan denied it. You know, we ain't selling arms to hostages. And Nicaragua said, yes, you are. So we have to be accountable to our history and what we have allowed to influence within our culture. And I don't care how it hurts to hear, black American culture for the last few generations has been pushing misogyny, hatred for women, hatred for girls. And so when we speak up, we demonize, called out kind of names, and now we're running with the same misogynist narrative. That's why you got Sukiana and Red Sexy and all the rest of these people coming out. Cardi Red—they're feeding into that stereotype that Luke and Two-Live Crew, the originators of that parental advisory sticker, shut, stuck, um, set up. So there is no advocacy for you, Black women. There is no empathy for you, Black women. When we get killed, and in Cincinnati, you are being thim- this is femicide. It is a—it is a structural thing, and there is no—you don't hear outrage. You know, and that's been going on for a few years. Every time I talk about it, she's decisive. She hates men. She's a mad basher. Even so far, as to attack me for what men didn't do in my family. Like, I got some control over that. You know, at, at some point, internal reparations have to take place. That's where you heal your black mind. That's where you go and research your history so that you can be proud. Black people in Cincinnati, I don't even think we really understand who we are descendants of.
2: Ms. Marquette, I got to go to a break, but I do appreciate your call.
0: Hey, I appreciate you for talking about this.
2: Yes, ma'am. Got to go to this break when I come back. We'll get into it a little bit more. Um, if you want to call me before I go, talk to me at 513. 513- I'll respond to Ms. Marquetta and some of the things that she said after I come back It's 12.30 a.m. The Buzz of Cincinnati your talk station
0: Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclib 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you
7: Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy, Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
2: 12.30 a.m., the buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station. You're listening to The Lincoln Ware Show. From the name for him is Raven Mundy. And we were just talking to Miss Marquetta um about just some of the things that are going on in the city um i had shared the story about the eight-year-old girl in silverton she was shot and killed um due to a drive-by um and i was just i was sharing some thoughts before my facebook live actually cut out um i was talking to people during the break about like just the 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 mindset that i would love to see in more of us i feel like we need to start treating we need to start treating those who derive whatever satisfaction or pleasure they get from harming our communities, start treating the people as like disgusting individuals that they are. And that's not to say that I'm not also the same person that says that I understand why you have, you know, adopted that narrative that you've been fed that you have to go out here and and kill and rob and 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 commit violent acts and criminal acts and all that stuff to support you and your family and yada 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 blah 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 i know you've been sold that narrative by the powers that be i know they have planted things in our neighborhoods and 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 taking opportunities from us and putting us you know purposely put us between a rock and a hard place to where a lot of us did fall for the trap a lot of us did fall for the okie doke a lot of us did feel like well if i ain't doing it this way i'm not gonna ever get it if i'm not you know If they're going to block me from accessing what I need to access, then I'm going to have to figure out a way to support me and my family. I got to. I I get that. And I sympathize with that. I don't empathize because I I can't put myself in them shoes because that's just not how I'm built. But I can sympathize with that. I sympathize. I understand. You didn't necessarily choose that life. But after a certain point, it goes from you feeling obligated to you choosing that. Because at some point, you can choose to do better. At some point, you can choose to put down the, the tools of destruction that were given to you by your oppressor and pick up the tools to rebuild yourself and your community. At some point, you could do that. You just choose not to because you're too close. You're too used to that easy money. You're too used to whatever, like I said, whatever satisfaction or pleasure that you derive from the things that you're doing out here in these streets. And that's the part that disgusts me. I've never been the type of girl to be attracted to any type of any level of, of a hood, quote, quote, unquote, a hood dude or a street dude. Never. Not, not not a single time in my life. No matter how cute he was or none of that. It's never been my thing. Now, I've said in the past jokingly it's because I ain't nobody's about to die. And I'm snitching. <laughs> I'm snitching. At the first opportunity to snitch, I'm snitching. I ain't doing time for nobody. But on a deeper level, it disgusts me. I ain't gonna lie to you. That you are out here actively destroying your people and your communities. That's, that disgusts me. As much as I love and care and want the best for my people and want for us to truly reach a level of equity and equality in this country, to know that you are actively working against that, disgusts me. There's no level, of, there's no part of that, that sadistic thinking that is attracted to me. And it does, unfortunately, seem to end up like Miss Marquette was saying. It does. It does always seem to result in the the direct destruction and and violence and murder of black women. It is a culture that teaches, while our it's a culture that teaches our black men to be violent, to commit criminal acts to you know become these disgusting sadistic individuals and in the and and in the same breath devalue our women devalue our lives and and what it means to to be your partner what it means to, to to be the portal in which we bring life into the world that's completely devalued in this culture of violence of 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 destruction not only do you devalue taking a life but you devalue life itself you devalue not only life itself but you devalue the portal with which life comes through which doesn't that make complete sense if your oppressor is wanting you to self-destruct doesn't it make complete and total sense for them to convince you through this narrative they've been feeding you for decades doesn't it make complete sense for your oppressor to teach you not only is there no value in you taking a life there's also no value in life itself and there's doubly no value in the way in which life comes to fruition I am actively and simultaneously teaching you. It doesn't matter if you take a life or not. It also doesn't matter. Your life doesn't matter, <laughs> and the way in which life comes comes to this realm of existence doesn't matter either. So why don't you just get rid of all of it? Just shoot shoot them up, kill them up, poison them up. That, no, none of it matters. So why should you care? Why should you care? Why should you want to be an active part, an effective part, an impactful part of healing your community? None of it matters. You want this money, don't you? You want to be able to buy, you know, fancy clothes and flashy cars and and enjoy life while you can because none of it matters anyway. So I'm going to teach you. I'm gonna, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to equip you with the tools to destroy yourself. But hey, at least you're going to have fun while you're doing it. Y'all can say whatever y'all want about Miss Marquetta, but she be speaking facts. I'm going to go back to the phone to talk to Ms. Jerry. How you doing? Miss Jerry, you there? Oh, I'm
4: wonderful. How you
2: doing, honey? I'm doing pretty good. I, I like listening to
4: Marquetta. I I've never. I wonder why she has never ran for any political office, because I think she would be a good spokesperson. I mean, she tells it like it is. She's articulate, and, and she knows what she's talking about, whether people want to hear it or not. She's telling the truth. Um, I, I was just right before I called. I was sitting this thing. I said, "What things people can do, you know, to earn money <clears throat> without having to rob?" There's some people that's very creative. You can come up with an idea for an invention. You can um, <clears throat> write a book. You can, I mean, there's a lot of ways that you can make money without having to go out to rob somebody else. Okay, it gets easy for you. It sounds like easy money. Mm -hmm. But the prisons, I really believe, were designed for you. Okay, so somebody said years ago, you didn't have uh, more police and more judges if you didn't give them a reason for them to have. So the reason is you want to break the law. So that's why they're steady increasing, they have to hire more judges and what have you, because this is a money making business. I really believe that. And and sometimes even innocent men are uh, arrested for no reason, but that's to keep those girls filled. So they can thank you, young men, not mm-hmm. because you're not committing the crimes, but for the crimes you have committed, or women. But I took a course, you know, because I, I believe that we all should be armed because of the dangers of the society and protect ourselves. It's the same way to protect ourselves from each other that we do. So I did take the carry case weapons class on Sunday. I was excited, nervous because i never used a firearm, but I did get my certificate. You know, I had to keep, you know, they allow you to keep practicing at the target range, and one was too small, another was just right. So after several times, I got my certificate. People, which, I mean, even though I know Ohio, you don't have to have the license to carry, but you do need to know how to shoot Mm -hmm. Uh the weapon. You do need to know how to what to unload
2: it. <laughs> don't be arrogant when you think you finna go out here and shoot a gun and hit your target on the first try. Just it's don't right. do that. You're gonna end up it's hurting right. somebody. Even if you don't have to have a license, and I'm a big believer in that, even to this day, like I have right. yet to go to the gun room. Ra- I've been thinking about it a lot actually lately. And I might mm-hmm. go soon. But I would just never be out here with a gun and not know how mm-hmm. to shoot it properly or handle it properly. Like that just don't make no sense to me. People shoot and kill they self out, right. On accident all the time because they don't know how to properly handle a gun. So don't just be out here arrogant thinking you're going, because you don't play <laughs> enough you don't enough video games to, right. to think that you know how right. to shoot this actual gun in real life and you know what their recoil is like. Man, stop that. Go right. and get trained, please.
4: You should think they're trained, but that's just exactly what the man said. Some people got the idea that they're going to go out here and act like wild earth. But you do need to know when it embarks, uh, when it gets stuck, what do you supposed to do? how to hold it, its just a lot of things to it. So I'm going to have to keep going. Uh, well, I'm going to have to start going to the practice, but I, I have my certificate to take to the sheriff, and, uh, and I think you have to wait 45 days because uh, they got to do the background check if you can't have a felony and everything. And uh, the good thing, I took out this insurance with it. So they said if you shoot it and you shoot somebody you might call the police, then you need to be protected. So they had some kind of law shield insurance that's $10.91 uh, that I pay monthly. He said, So if I got into a fight, it not only protect me and they will, uh, I get an attorney. It won't cost me anything. They didn't call me. There's no, I had to make sure they weren't trying to pull my leg, pull the flag on me. But they confirmed $10 a month. Not just for if I had to shoot the gun and somebody lied and said that you had a gun, but you you still will have uh, the the attorney that you can call that represents you to tell you what to say. And then it was something else about the the gun. Um, But anyway, I I think it's a good, oh, and not only with the gun, but if in self defense. I had to bust somebody across the head to say with the bat, the knife, and everything still represents you. So they said they they advise people to take get the insurance for when you, you know, because you never know if you have to go to jail. And so I had to fill out the form to become a member. So I, I, I so I said that's fine. And uh, and the last thing and I said I I thought that time I was talking is that I thought they had to read you your Miranda rights. So the attorney is gonna call me for free because I thought when the police arrest you they had to read the Miranda rights, but I was told under the Patriot Act they don't, so they can hold you up for seventy two hours. So it's a lot of stuff to know and then they're gonna send copies of the laws or they tell you where to go to look at it.
2: So right. um, I I appreciate your yeah. call, Monsieur, I gotta go to a break. Exactly okay thank you thank you we gotta go to this break i'm gonna get into a few more stories before i get out of here today um i got some time left though so i'll get i'll get to quite a few if you want to call me and talk to me call me at 513-749-1230 and we'll get into it it's twelve thirty a.m the buzz of cincinnati your talk station 30 a.m. The Buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station. You're listening to The Lincoln West Show. Filling in for him today is Raven Mundy. We were talking about a few different things, but I was talking about Harper Hill, the actor, or Hill Harper, rather. Um, he's announced that he is running for Michigan's open U.S. Senate seat. He's best known for his roles in The Good Doctor and csi and He revealed yesterday that he is joining the Democratic Party uh, primary Field seeking to replace the retiring Senator Debbie Stabenow. I think that's how you say her name. He said, or uh, he made the announcement via Instagram where he pinned a video to his page with the caption reading, We can all feel it. D.C. just isn't the, just isn't getting things done for people because special interests always come first. He says, as a union organizer, single dad, and business owner, I understand the challenges Michiganers are facing right now. They demand a senator who'll do what's right for all of us, not just lobbyists. That's why today. I'm announcing my campaign for US Senate. Believe in better and please join our movement at the link in my bio. I did share my feelings that like I'm just kind of over voting for people because they have a popular face and name. He does have some things on under his under his belt. Um as Mar- Ms. Marquette mentioned, um he did attend Harvard Law School uh and was a classmate actually to President Obama. Um he has a he has a bunch of other degrees as well and um a lot of people are saying that he was some level of a community activist. I've yet to know or hear anything about any of that. Um, so I will be doing my research because uh, this is the thing. I'm not ever going to be mad about seeing a, another eligible and qualified black face in a political position of power. That's not, you know, I'm never going to have an issue with that. I just want to make sure that you are like, again, you're not doing this for the clout as, as <laughs> I don't even know. did Was my generation even saying clout? I guess. I guess I, I don't think I ever use the term clout because it just, it sounds stupid to me, but clout is a thing. The young people I know for sure say clout. And it's basically just being on some level of notoriety that you really don't have to earn. It's just there. Like it just exists. It's similar to fame or internet fame or whatever, whatever you want to, you know, akin it to, but I'm just not, I'm I'm over the point in my 30 years of age of my, you know, been voting since i was 18 age i'm over voting for people because they have a familiar face and a familiar name so i will be looking into you know some of his background and some of the things that may or may not qualify him to run for this usc because him just being a popular actor and and being in a couple of decent shows is not gonna cut it for me and i'm hoping that when people go out to the polls and vote for him that's not the pool i'm hoping they actually do their research like i intend to and make their decisions based on that because like I said, I can do without another popular person in office just because they're popular. But again, they say that he went to Harvard Law with President Obama. He has some other degrees, and he's apparently a community community activist. Remains to be seen, but I'll look into it. Um, and yeah, well, I'll, I'll see. I will hold my reservations for the time being. But just know, if I do cast my vote, or, well, I, I'm not a Michigander, so I wouldn't be casting my vote, but if I had the opportunity to, it wouldn't be just because he's a popular actor. But yes, we were talking about that. If you want to call me and talk to me about it, call me at 513-749-1230. Also in the news, R. Kelly is back in the news and he says that there shouldn't be a celebrity version of the constitution when it comes to going to jail. He recently had a conversation with, um, what, who was basically a, a popular, I guess, is WAC 100 a radio host? I guess so. Um, but he was on a radio show and he explained how he feels like he's not being treated equally as others because he's a celebrity during the convo. He said he wrote down a few things that he wanted to speak about. This is him. This is one of his quotes. He says the 14th Amendment is equal protection under the law. The fifth and sixth amendment deals with due process. Everyone must have a fair process and there should not be a celebrity version of the constitution when it comes to going to trial. The law is not just uh, a song they can remix to satisfy their agenda. He continues saying no matter what some people may think or believe about R. Kelly, they're entitled to their opinions. But I want people to remember this is our constitutional rights. Uh, This is what our constitutional rights are supposed to look like. Their constitutional rights, their due process is supposed to look like my due process. My equal rights are supposed to look to look just like equal rights, meaning equal. And basically, he said a whole bunch of stuff just to say that he felt like he was being treated unfairly in this entire process because he was, in fact, a celebrity, which is quite ironic because you were getting away with what you were doing for so long due to your celebrity. Like, it's almost ironic. It's kind of like he took a page out of Donald Trump's book. (laughs) He kind of took what was being said and flipped it on his head to make it fit his own narrative. You are sitting up here and saying that you are not being treated fairly, that you are not getting due process, that you are, you know, you're being targeted because you're a celebrity. But that didn't seem to mean much to you when you were exerting yourself and 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 getting away, not being held accountable with the atrocities that you were committing to both women and children alike. That didn't seem to mean too much to you. As a matter of fact, it was the very thing that you that you prayed, that you like built yourself up on, the fact that I'm R. Kelly. Ain't nobody going to do nothing to me. I'm R. Kelly. That's kind of what emboldened you to do the things that you were doing because you were a celebrity. And you knew that what came with being R. Kelly the celebrity was nobody's going to check you. Everybody's going to do what you want them to do because they didn't want to offend R. Kelly the celebrity. They didn't want to come up against R. Kelly the celebrity. Everybody was eating off of R. Kelly, the celebrity. You was you was reveling in your celebrityhood when it was getting you off scot-free for your atrocities, for your crimes. But somehow you feel you're being specifically targeted because you're a celebrity. Now that you have to actually pay for those crimes. Interesting. Do you want to call me and talk to me about it? Call me at 513-749 one two three zero i really just need him to like just go ahead and take it on the chin sir you did something bad you got caught now you in jail it is what it is it is what it is and again it ain't even even that i necessarily disagree with what he's saying because he's right everybody should be treated equally under the law that is absolutely correct but he is the he is the absolutely wrong person to be sending out that message you are not the right person for the job, sir. I'm sorry. They should have sent somebody else. They definitely should not have sent you. Your credibility in this in this regard is shot. Somebody who capitalized on his celebrity to victimize women and children. You ain't the one. You ain't the one. You ain't the one to push this agenda forward. Mm mm. Mm mm. It's not true. Anyways, also in the news, <sighs> Usher is getting people in, in, in is, is making people question their relationships. So y'all know Kiki Palmer and her boyfriend, uh they going through some things <laughs> after Usher concert. Let's just put it like that. They going through some things. Um Lincoln reported that like he kicked her out the house and took her took her took their baby and whatnot yesterday couldn't find that nowhere else but on media takeout which is a gossip blog that ain't always known for telling the truth so i'm gonna take that please take that with a grain of salt don't believe that is fact because ain't nobody else done reported or said nothing like that i don't know why he said that out. put that out there like it was fact it was straight from a gossip blog that's known for sometimes flat out lying so please don't take that as fact but all that being said after she went to a usher concert a couple uh, like a a week or so ago or something like that she went to a usher concert she was wearing a very revealing outfit and she was being serenaded by usher and it was a lot of conflict that arose from that particular situation particularly between her and her man he didn't seem to have an issue with her being serenaded on stage so he claimed it was the outfit that she was wearing that caused the drama or whatever although again if you if you if you don't like no common sense, you smart enough to read, read between the lines. You didn't like her being all over that man on stage. And instead of just saying that, you talked about her outfit instead. Now it's looking like they done unfollowed each other on social media and they done deleted pictures of each other off, the, off of their respective social medias and all that stuff like that. So it's appearing as though they may not be together anymore or they may be like on a break right now or something like that. I don't know. But Charlamagne the God, who is a very popular radio host on The Breakfast Club, he basically is women Usher because after that particular situation with Kiki Palmer came out, it's been a, a couple of other female celebrities who have had the pleasure of being serenaded by Usher and they have kind of been like <laughs> watching themselves, so to speak. They have been watching themselves um, and, and being very particular about their behavior as they are being uh, serenaded by Usher as of late. So there's a very popular rapper by the name of Sweetie um he was attempting to get her to sing along with him to a song and she was just kind of wasn't having it she was just kind of like yeah bruh you can keep that over there <laughs> like i'm cool i'm I-, I-, I ain't trying to get in trouble like kiki so i'm gonna just i'm gonna be over here you can keep singing to me and i'm gonna nod and and then act like i'm interested but don't bring that over here i ain't trying to get in trouble and then after her there was also another video that came out of him serenading this uh popular model. Her name is Winnie Harlow. She has been a, her she's very known for um having vitiligo. And very beautiful girl, very beautiful girl. She has made quite a name for herself. Um and she has a very prominent boyfriend. Uh his name is Kyle Kuzma, I think his name is. He's a NBA player. He happened to be at the show with her. And as Usher was kind of like walking in her direction to begin serenading her, oh sis just got up and sat in her man lap. She was like, Nope, I'm not playing none of them games. I'm not getting caught up in no mess. Let me go ahead and get up and sit in my man's lap. <laughs> Which is what she exactly what she did as she realized Usher was making his way to her. And when Usher saw her do that, he was like, Oh, she chose. Oh, she oh, okay, cool. She chose. Like those were the words that came out of his mouth. She, all right, cool. I say less say less i ain't even gonna i ain't gonna come bother you you done made your choice i'm gonna I'm go ahead and walk over here and mind my business so women have kind of like started to curb their behavior in regards to these usher shows which i'm sure he's been doing this since the 90s he's had to have been serenading women at his shows forever it's usher but it's starting to it's, it's starting to rub some folks the wrong way and curb some behavior and so charlamagne the guy basically was like Usher needs to be held accountable for what he's doing to households um he's basically saying that he feels like Usher is creating drama in people's relationships which (sighs) this had to be something that he only said just to get somebody to click on it click on the link on the website or listen to what he said because it sounds absolutely ridiculous Like I said, Usher had to be doing this stuff since he was, like, in the 90s. Like, this is something that most performers do at their shows, especially if they sing in R&B. That's what they do. They kind of of play up the sexiness, and they pick somebody out of the crowd, the serenade, and whatever, what have you. Usher is not the first, and I guarantee you he will not be the last in doing something like this at his shows. So... (sighs) I get it, but like this ain't ain't none. This got nothing to do with Usher, for real, for real. This got everything to do with people putting their relationships in unnecessary jeopardy. (laughs) Like, because again, and I've said this before when we was first talking about this key thing. I said this. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not that big of a fan of nobody to be acting the way that some of these women are acting when they are being serenaded or on stage with an usher like i i'm just i've never been that starstruck by anybody i don't think i ever would be starstruck about anybody like that other than maybe i don't know maybe beyonce but i don't even think i would be starstruck i would just really like be excited to meet her but i don't get starstruck
7: listen if miss nettie was to start singing to me on stage i would just whew, fall head head over heels Goodbye, wife. Goodbye, kids. It's Miss Nettie.
2: Man, bye. Let me go to break. You told me I was late for break. Let me go to break. I should have took that as my cue. (laughs) and just went. (laughs) Had to go to this break. But yeah, this is not Usher's fault. If you get on that stage and you act a fool with Usher and you know your relationship is not that stable, make better decisions. As a matter of fact, don't sit on the front row. How about that? if you if you don't have no confidence in your relationship, do not go to usher show and if you go, don't sit on the front row. otherwise, y'all might have to have a serious conversation on the ride back home. I gotta go to this break when I come back. I'll talk to miss karamia It's twelve thirty a m the buzz of Cincinnati your talk station. 30 a.m. the buzz of Cincinnati your Talk Station. You're listening to the Lincoln where show. Filling in for him is Raven Monday. I'll be here until 1 PM until it's time to keep it real with the Reverend Al Sharpton. I'm also live on Facebook. So if you want to check out what's going on over there, just search my name. Raven R-A-V-E-N Mundy M-U-N-D-Y. On the Facebook Live, of course, somebody gotta be funny. And I was telling the people on Facebook Live, like, again, I'm not somebody who gets starstruck over celebrities. I'm just I just don't care that much um like there have been people that I have met that I thought I would have been starstruck over and I was like oh really you regular for real like you you just normal why would I be star, starstruck over you it just it never hit so I, I I don't get starstruck and so I don't even feel like I would be in a situation where some R&B singer pull me on stage and like have me acting a fool up there it just wouldn't be a thing but on the flip side if Roscoe was to get pulled on stage by his favorite female artist Alicia Keys that's his girl. That's his go-to. Like, that's that's his girl. You can't talk too crazy about Alicia Keys because he gonna, he gonna feel some type of weight type situation. If Alicia Keys was to pull that man on stage, I don't care what, if she, was, if she sat him down and started clapping her cheeks in his face, not on his face, but in his face, it's two different things. Don't touch him, Alicia. Don't touch him. But even still, if for whatever reason she pulled him on stage and started serenading him and he was up there having the time of his life, I would not care. Not even a little bit. Like I said, as long as they're not tonguing each other down on stage, as long as they're being respectful, like, I'm cool. I wouldn't even really mind if she, like, gave, like, I'm so cool. I'm so chill about it. I wouldn't even care if she gave him a lap dance because I understand that it's part of the show. Again, not that Alicia Keys is even the type of artist to do stuff like that, but even still, I understand this is part of the show. This is not some regular outing that we're on. We're not on like a whole day, or we're not out the, at a lounge or a club or a bar nowhere, and some random female is walking up on my man and trying to like talk to him and and touching him inappropriately and all this other stuff. This is part of a performance. We are at a show. This is this is what this entails. I don't care. I'm do not worried about it at all. I don't care so i this kind of stuff just don't don't it don't make that much difference to me it don't it don't mean nothing to me somebody on facebook live said ray was just talking should be on stage beat alicia keys a no i wouldn't i promise you i wouldn't i promise you i would not because i know what happens after he come back off stage and we go home so i ain't even worry about it do do what you gotta do sis you making my job a lot easier tonight go ahead and do what you do when we get home when we get to the crib that's all me Go ahead and go ahead and get that man the time of his life tonight, so I can have the time of my life. When we get to the crib, anyways. Going back to the phones. So
7: she can <laughs> clap the cheeks on his face. <laughs> no,
2: she cannot. Don't oh, touch okay. him. Don't touch him. Okay. They can be in his facial vicinity, but don't touch him. Because when you start, when you start doing all that extra, extra stuff, now we got a problem. Now you got to get, get your ass off stage right now. But like I said, be respectful. Again, a lap dance is one thing. I don't consider you clapping your cheeks on his face a lap dance because that's not his lap. There's a difference.
7: What if there's like a a mosquito flying around his head and she's using her butt cheeks to kill the the mosquito? You know, oh, that's
2: what you got hands for. <laughs> <laughs> you trying to get something started, Terrence Howard? I'm not gonna let you. I'm going back to the phones, Miss Karen. Me, how you doing? <laughs> pretty good,
6: Raven. How are you? I'm pretty good, Miss
2: Karen. how are you?
6: I'm I'm glad to hear that. Um, I just called to... um, I see that you're running ads that this is the first day for early voting, you know. So I went up there to vote today thinking there was going to be other issues on the ballot, and there's only one issue. Issue one is on the ballot. That's it. And I'm really appalled because that issue... Could have been in the general election. What do you think? You're spending all that money to have an extra day. I mean, an extra uh, voting issue. The Republicans spends all that money. So, what do you think? Don't you think that issue one could have waited to the general election?
2: It could have, but it depends on. I feel like stuff like this only happens when they're trying to do something quick. Like I feel like stuff like this only happens when they're trying to make something happen quicker than than usual. and so I get I understand and I don't agree with the fact that they are wasting millions of taxpayer dollars to make this happen, but I do understand that it's still a decision that needs to be made because if it doesn't get made, we're gonna be in a situation where we might have to deal with some consequences we don't necessarily want to deal with and if we and if we end up in that situation we might not have minded having to have this special election before it happened like it's a a catch-22 of course there should this should have this should be able to be to to wait until a general election so that extra tax dollars are not spent but i just when stuff like this happens it always makes me think what is they trying to do that this has to be settled right now what is what is working right. in the background that this has to be decided on right now? And if that is going, if and if whatever that is is going to be to a detriment to to what I would like to see happen in the Hamilton County, then of course go ahead and spend the money. We're gonna settle this right now.
6: But the powers that had the authority to put it on the ballot could have waited. It, it really could have waited that issue. They could have told them no. Um, we're you? We're not going to make the decision yet to save taxpayers' money and wait to the general election, and 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 we'll you know do it then. So it was orchestrated to let them have their reign to do what they wanted to mm-hmm. do.
4: Mm-hmm.
6: I I really I'm handicapped right now, and I mean it was a lot of extra effort to get up there to vote, you know, I'm just down walking, and I mean, I I really kind of was frustrated, you know, because it took me 20 minutes to get in there, it's in a way that one issue is on that ballot, one, so, I mean, that's what I called to, I guess, rant and rave a little bit, but um, everybody should really be up for about this one issue on the ballot so you have a good day and everybody get out and vote and hopefully you vote correctly on that issue because um we need to show them you know um regardless if you wasted our tax dollars no you you can't do this Uh,
2: yeah we have the final say in all things yes i appreciate the comments caramia
6: all right you have a good day
2: you too Gotta go to this break when I come back. I'm gonna talk to Miss Nettie and Lewis. If you want to get me, call me at 513-749-1230. It's 1230 a.m. The Buzz of Cincinnati, your Talk Station. 1230 a.m. The Buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station. You're listening the Lincoln World Show. So the name for him is Raven Mundy. I'll be here until 1 p.m. until it's time to keep it real with Reverend Al Sharpton. I can't recall whether or not Lincoln talked about this yesterday but I want to talk about it. Health professionals are being urged to use the term bonus holes when referring to vaginas in order to avoid offending transgender or non-binary patients according to the Daily Mail. The suggestion is was made by a charity called Joe's Cervical Cancer Trust, which aims to provide information and support for health professionals treating patients with cervical cancer. The charity clarified that they were not suggesting that all women use this term, but rather it was important to use inclusive language that would reach out to transgender and non-binary individuals. However, this idea has been met with criticism from women's rights campaigners online, who argue that the language is misogynistic and dehumanizing the use of the term bonus holes instead of vagina is seen as an attempt to be more inclusive and respectful towards transgender and non-binary individuals by using this terminology health professionals are acknowledging that not everyone with a vagina identifies as a woman the charity believes it's important to recognize and validate the identities of all patients regardless of their gender identity however Social media critics say that replacing the term vagina with bonus hole is problematic as it diminishes the significance and complexity of female anatomy. Y'all know me. I've said it a million times before and I'll say it again. I am fully here and in support of transgender and non binary women. Or, well, if you're non binary, technically you don't identify as a woman. But I'm fully in support of people who don't identify with being a cis-hat woman baby do what you want to do with your body you know go to whatever bathroom you want to go in i don't even give a damn about that go to whatever bathroom you want to go to you know i don't care live your life do whatever it is that you want to do i am though starting to see some overstep Some, some 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 boundaries are being crossed that like are really making it hard for me To ignore what seems to be this push to erase one identity for another. And I know, I know that, like, I I get when you want to validate yourself and your experiences and your identity, I get that you search for ways to do that. But if in that search you are willfully invalidating somebody else's identity somebody else's experience you gotta second guess yourself you gotta you got you really gotta think hard now about what it is that you're attempting to do i'm not i'm not calling i don't even like saying the word vagina but i'm not calling my vagina a bonus hole because that's not what it is it is a part of my anatomy this is not a bonus it's it was it's there and I hate to sound—I hate to sound transphobic when I say this because I, that's not my point. But God put it there. That's not a bonus. It's the vagina that God gave me at birth, which I identify with. I'm sorry that you don't identify with yours. I understand that you don't identify with yours, but mine was here, and I believe that it was here for—it's here for a reason. It's here for a purpose. God gave it to me. It's not a bonus. I was born with it. I'm not referring to my vagina as a bonus hole. That just doesn't make any sense to me. You can call yours whatever you want to call it, but mine's is not a bonus. And I will be very offended if I go to receive treatment or health care and somebody refers to it as a bonus hole. I would be pissed.
7: What if they made a rap song called The Bonus Hole and, you know, everybody gets on board with the bonus hole nah, and it, they're it'll rapping never happen. about it. It'll never happen. And, you know, it'll you, never you, happen. you still won't be on board with the.
2: It'll never happen. Okay. It'll never happen. Cause I honestly believe that if it ain't nothing else, that rap music hate more than black women is definitely trans women. So it'll never happen. I'm sorry. I'm not calling my vagina a bonus hole. That's ridiculous. Like now we get into we get into some real ridiculous points with this stuff. It's not a bonus. Bonus sounds like it's a, it's 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 like an extra. It's an add on. It's not that. It was there. It was there. It's been there. It ain't never went nowhere. Bonus refers to additional. Bonus refers to something that has been added onto another thing. That's not what this is. It's been here. It's going to be here. It's insulting and dehumanizing, as it's been stated. to call it a bonus hole. I'm not doing that. And again, as a trans woman, I champion your, your, your right to call yours, whatever you want to call it, or or a trans man, call it whatever you want to call it. That's your business. That's how you refer to yourself. The same way I'm not going to tell you that you can't call yourself a a, a female or a male. The same way I'm not going to tell you that you can't call yourself a new name. If you change your name from, from, from Jeffrey to, 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 I don't know. Gina, if you if you change your name from from I don't know from from anything that wasn't what you were given at birth, I don't care. That's your business. And matter of fact, I will go a step further and refer to it the way that you want me to. If you want to, if you are no longer Jeffrey and you want to be called Gina, I will call you Gina. If you don't want me to call you him, I will call you her. If you don't, if you don't want to call whatever you got going on down there, if you want to call that a bonus a, a bonus hole. I will call it a bonus haul for you. Mine's is not a bonus. Mine's always been here and it will forever be here. I don't have no plans of getting rid of it or none of that. So it's going to be a vagina like it's been. <sighs> I'm going to go to the phones. How you doing, Miss Nettie?
8: Hey, how you doing? Greetings to you from beautiful Lincoln Heights and to the real Terrence Howard on the ones and twos. I want to send a shout out to Miss Tam Brodnick, she's over to the Board of Elections. Mr. Melvin and I went over there and voted on issue one. I, we, this is very serious, y'all, and it's more broader than we think. So please, please understand that we have kids of other colors, okay, in our families. So we need to really take about issue one, please. Okay, now, as far as vagina, I got that, <laughs> and I'm gonna keep
2: it. You should have saw Terrence Howard's face when you said that, Miss Nettie.
8: Oh, I did. Well, (laughs) you need to behave, both of y'all. I want to send a shout-out to our minister, Brandon Lindsay, of Christ's Apostolic Faith. He's a family member, and he really preached the other day at Towns Chapel, and it's short and sweet. And he got us thinking about stretch, and that's what we need to do, stretch ourselves. And understand what people are saying to us. And I just wanted to put that out there. And also, y'all, now here's my heartthrob, Benny Lattimore. I know he he's a little older than whatever, but I would not jump on the stage. But I'll holler, hey! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, a, he's a great singer. At least I know he was. Let's straighten it out. Do you remember that
2: song? I don't, Miss Nettie.
8: Oh, girl, that's a bad, bad, bad. What Look up at? Lattimore, okay? Okay. Lattimore, Benny Lattimore, and you'll see what I'm talking about. But you. I'm enjoying your program today, and please, everybody, go out and vote early. Voting started today, okay? And I really had a good time over there. It was a line, you hear me? Black and white, okay? So I just want to, let, and I see now, Mayor, Mayor Cincinnati, Taft. What's up, baby? All right. Well, that's all I had to say, babe. And you have a blessed and beautiful day.
2: Yes, ma'am. It's nice. All
8: right.
2: Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. I'm going to go to this break. When I come back, I'll talk to Lewis and Blade. If you want to get me, call me at 513-749-1230. It's 1230 a.m. The Buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station.